Welcome to the Campfire Chat, a Campfire to Seek a podcast with me, Camp Director Daniel Sanchez. And me, Andrew Folkman, Director of Programs and Retreats. How are you doing today, Andrew? I'm doing pretty well. Good. Um, enjoying the weather, like the 40 plus degrees all week. It's going to yeah, be great. It's toasty. It's not quite as toasty as uh, an actual campfire. To to you know, be clear with the audience here, uh, we do not have a campfire uh, going right next to us. We are not at... Upper Cross or anywhere on camp uh, recording this, we are here in the upper room uh, or the staff lounge here at camp. Uh, what would you say the temperature is in here right now? Well, last we checked, it was about 57, so it's probably getting closer to 60 all the time, but we wish we had a campfire. Yeah, we wish we had a campfire right now, that's for sure. So, well, welcome to the Campfire Chat. Our goal with the Campfire Chat podcast is to bring you news updates, upcoming events, and important dates, and information on how you can support Camp Iodesica. For now, we'll be doing this about once a month, but maybe we'll mix in a special episode every every now and then. So, um, well, I think we what we ought to do today to start out is maybe just introduce ourselves a little bit and talk about our own camp history. Um, Andrew, uh, since... Um, you're younger than me. I'll make you go first. <laughs> uh, but uh, tell us a little bit about your camp history, um, maybe here at the camp and then um, beyond the camp as well. Yeah. So uh, those that know me and my history with camp, you'll know that I was a camp counselor starting in 2013. And I worked summers at Camp Odesica until 2016. And I graduated Iowa State in 2017. So I did not come back for any post-grad any work at camp, but I worked full time at a camp as their resident camp director of the YMCA of Greater Tulsa. So I lived in Oklahoma for about a year and a half and served two summers there. And then I came back here, um, tail end of August, officially starting in September. And yeah, here I am back as program or director of programs and retreats here. And just really excited to be back and excited to be back in Iowa. Mm, Iowa. Um, so uh, what's your favorite part of the camp day? If you think about, you know, a week here at summer camp, uh, as you go throughout the week, if you had to pick out a moment in any day throughout the, the week here at summer camp, uh, what, what's your favorite part of, the, of a day? Uh, it's definitely big event or the old camp game. Um, it goes by many names, various um, camps refer to it as, but here we call it big event. Uh, the classic is Eagle's Nest. Uh, I don't know if it's been held true since I've been gone, but we usually played it at least twice a week, uh, the first day and the last day. Um, and I'm looking forward to kind of bringing a couple new big event games that I learned when I was in Oklahoma that are quickly becoming one of my favorites. But just enjoying those games, interacting with kids that way, and kind of just, you know, Interacting with kids directly is a great way to do that with the big event games. Great. Do you do you um, do you chase down the kids? Like, are you pretty are you pretty intense when it comes to big event? You know, um, I would say when I first started as a counselor, I was definitely more intense than I am now. Now I'm more like read the game flow. If the team kind of needs me to play defense more to make the game last longer and be more um, equal, I would say, on the playing field, I play more defense. But if I need to play offense to kind of help our team out, that's kind of what I do. It's like I just basically read what we need. 
Um, I've definitely lost a step or two since I graduated college, so it's like I might need to start running again before summer. Yeah, those starts. senior those senior high campers are, are pretty fast. Yeah, um, uh, it's like shout out to Joseph Sonny. It's like he almost beat my <laughs> rock wall record when he was a camper last time I was here. It's like wall record. I think is still around twenty two seconds, and oh, he wow. got really really close to beating it. I honestly think he probably did, but I'm not gonna let him take that from me quite yet. Wow, wow. Well, um, my camp history starts um, a lot longer, uh, much longer ago. Um, I, I think I got started with camp in 2000, uh, well, actually it was 2003. Um, I was recruited to go work at a camp um, that in the fall of 2003 for the summer of 2004. And I ended up working at Lutheran Island Camp in northern Minnesota, spent three summers there. I, uh, after my third summer there, and uh, I was notified of a position opening here as a program director. So I came down on a temporary uh, basis here for, for five months. And before those five months were up, I then inherited the job of program director here at the camp. And so I, uh, uh, that became a, a, a job and responsibility of mine. Uh, from there, I just kind of uh, worked my way up the system here to eventually becoming the camp director um, in 2014, uh, at the beginning of that year, and have been the camp director uh, here since then. So I've uh, been there at those camps. Also been involved um, you know, nationally with Naloma. Uh, Naloma is our, our Lutheran Camp Association, uh, association of our Lutheran camps, I should say, and individuals that are part of the, the Lutheran camps. And I've been on the board of directors for that also for, for many years here. Um, and so, uh, but that's a lot about my, my camp history. Um, you know, having been doing this now for, um, I think more than 15, more than 15 years been doing summer camp. So, so having worked that many years in summer camp, what's it like seeing, you know, campers become staff and then kind of become like adults in this time? So yeah, now having known these kids now since they've, you know, been coming here my first summer and now seeing them take care of, you know, other kids who are coming here for the very first time, uh, starting as early as going into first grade or even sometimes younger than that for day camp. Um, it's really special to see them, you know, um, share with others the things that they have come to love and know about camp. So it's a really special, uh, special experience that, 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 that they get to have. And then, you know, it's really fun too, to watch the staff grow up and, <laughs> you know, your sister just got married last weekend, uh, to somebody she met here at camp and, uh, and, uh, uh, shout out to, uh, Sarah and Adam. We hope you're listening. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, congratulations to you guys on getting married, but, you know, it's really special to see them, you know, also, um, uh, you know, grow up from staff and then into becoming adults and, having lives and families of their own is, is certainly a really special thing also. So what's your favorite part of the camp day? Um, my favorite part of the camp day is, uh, happens each night, uh, really for the first four nights of camp, uh, if you're here for a full week, Sunday through, through Wednesday. Um, by the time we do it on Thursday night, a lot of times the, uh, uh, it's, it's too dark because of wow, but that walk from canteen time where they're at the gazebo, uh, walking to campfire where there's a campfire waiting for them 
and the sky is always perfect. Like, doesn't matter what night. It doesn't matter if it's different. It's not always the same. But my favorite part of the day is watching the groups of kids walk from canteen time uh, to to Upper Cross for campfire because they're always so engaged. They are just completely loose and having fun and enjoying the friendships and relationships that they have here at camp. And uh, it's just really special. It's a, it's a fun time of watch to watch all the kids uh, just see how much they're savoring you know, their camp experience here. So that's definitely my favorite time of day. It's very scenic, very beautiful, and uh, I always try to snap a picture once a week of, of that of that experience. So why don't we move on to some a little segment that we're going to have here at the uh, Campfire Chat called What's the Point? So, uh, Andrew, you want to introduce this idea of what's the point? Yeah, so at every night at Campfire, um, our counselors do a skit that highlights the sticking point of the day's Bible study theme. So every night at camp, we try and answer the question of what is the point? Yeah, so um, so in each episode of the Campfire Chat, we're going to talk about something that is both uh, edifying and challenging. Um, I really don't have anything that's super edifying or challenging necessarily this week. Uh, but we might address like some topics in the future, you know, that that are coming up and, you know, with either, you know, that, that kids deal with in their in their own lives or families, um, things like that, uh, that really talk about the need for why summer camp is a really important and um, meaningful experience for kids. Uh, but I thought for this episode, uh, we could at least introduce our summer camp theme. So um, with that... Drum roll. Andrew, our theme is? Teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. All right. Now, you kind of thought this up um, as we were, uh, um, you know, in our in our office. Uh, you kind of were looking at some of the different themes, and, and you got stuck on prayer. Um, uh, why was that? Um, I guess really no special reason. We're just reviewing, like, everything that we've covered as a summer theme and we've talked a lot about like God's intentions for us and things of that nature but something that I thought it's like we don't really haven't talked about yet is really us you know talking with God yeah certainly certainly um well we have a little um blurb typed up for the uh the theme teach us to pray so I'm gonna go just read that for us right now says, one pillar of the Christian life that we can often struggle with is prayer. What are we supposed to say anyway? When does anyone have time to pray? How can we be sure that God is even listening? Are my problems too big or too little to trouble God with? On top of this, our sins plague us, and out of shame we might think that God probably doesn't want to hear from us. These are real questions, but Jesus gives us real answers. Jesus teaches us in the Lord's Prayer what a loving God we have. Jesus himself teaches us how and what to pray for. In our greatest joys and in our deepest sorrows and despair, we learn that we have a God who is eager to hear from his children. We learn that we have a God who provides for our needs and forgives us our sins. More than this, through a diet of God's word, we understand and trust that our prayers are heard and answered by God, who gives us what's best for us in his time. So yeah, that's our our summer camp theme for 2020 is teach us to pray. And uh, as, you, as you can kind of tell, listening to that, we're really going to be diving into the Lord's Prayer um, and, and, and really uh, pulling out a lot of the, 
um, wonderful, beautiful nuggets um, that really teach us about prayer and and who God is. The Lord's Prayer has a lot to tell us about who our God is. So fantastic stuff. We're really looking forward to uh, developing that theme a little more between now and the summer. And um, yeah, great. Really exciting stuff. Really exciting stuff. All right. uh, On to some important dates. Andrew, take it away. Yeah, so staying on brand with summer camp here, uh, January 10th, summer camp registration will open. Summer camp brochures will be sent out about this time or or thereafter. Um, Just online registration will be open sometime January 10th. Yeah, it's Friday. It's a Friday, January 10th. So you can spend that that second weekend, kind of after the Christmas holiday, um, you know, getting registered for camp, Uh, especially like, you know, if you're really interested in that horse camp, make sure you guys get signed up early enough there. But the online registration will uh, will go live before that weekend. And then that next week, uh, you guys should get your summer camp brochure. So that way, when you get them, registration is already open and ready to go. But in case you want to get a jump on that registration, uh, check out the online registration there beginning on January 10th. Yeah, and uh, later on in January, so January 31st to February 1st, the Iowa District East Middle School Retreat and Snow Olympics will be going on. Uh, the topic will be music and me, the good and the evil. Yeah, Pastor uh, Pastor Bradley Furch from Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Davenport is going to be leading uh, that topic. So uh, do you have a, uh, a little synopsis of what he's going to be talking about there? Yeah, so... A uh, little synopsis here. Um, each one of us has our own unique taste of what we enjoy. Some like country, some prefer rock or rap. But let's not forget classical, jazz, or blues, hip-hop, or even Christian music. At the 2020 IDE Middle School Retreat, our youth will study God's gift of music with Pastor Furch. Uh, together we'll look back at the Old Testament and learn how music was involved in the life of the church. We will peer back into history and see how the early church used music in the divine service and how that applies to the church today. We'll also answer an equally important question of how does Satan influence our youth with music? Oh, great. Sounds like a really awesome topic, and uh, I'm sure Pastor Furch is going to do a great job. And then we have, of course, the Snow Olympics. Uh, this is a fantastic uh, uh, bunch of outdoor fun, provided that we have snow and ice to actually be able to do some of these things outdoors. Uh, but when we do, it's a fantastic event. Uh, we go out onto the pond uh, down there when, the, when it's all frozen over and uh, do several different activities from uh, some relays on the ice, a broom ball, broom ball shootout, um, uh, and uh, snowman building contests, all those kind of things really make for a fun time. So uh, it's a great way. Uh, make sure you come with your youth group or something like that. Uh, it's a great way to, to, to come and enjoy that. Retreat and your registration for it is at the Iowa District East website, lcmside.org. So make sure you go check that out. Yeah. Uh, and later on in the spring, April 4th, we'll have the Iowa District East Lutheran Hour Ministry Convention. Um, Reverend Dr. Uh, Anthony Cook, Vice President, Global Ministries, he'll be sharing how global outreach efforts are reaching others with the gospel message. All right. Uh, for that, registration opens at 9 a.m. The convention starts at 10 a.m. and concludes at 4 p.m. Registration is $12 or $15 at the door. Uh, it includes a noon meal and snacks, so please register by March 29, 2020. Uh, we'll also have some information for this at, at the district website uh, over time here, too, so be sure to check that out. Yeah, and also be on the lookout for the rescheduling 
dates for the senior high retreat that was uh, postponed this winter. Um, it was supposed to happen in November, but registrations were low due to the event. Yeah, we had a great topic um, slated to uh, to be presented by Pastor John Ellingworth uh, from St. John Lutheran Church in Waverly. Uh, the topic was proclaiming the gospel in a secular world. Uh, we had a lot of interest in it, but uh, just given the time of year, it was really close to Thanksgiving. Uh, it looks like we needed to postpone that. We're going to try to see if we can reschedule that sometime uh, later in the spring, maybe late April or sometime in early May. So be on the lookout for that. We're also working on the 2020 summer camp schedule. We're looking to start it either June 14th or 17th, and we'll have our fundraiser auction set for August 1st. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, um, still working on a couple uh, with a couple of groups that we might have coming up before summer camp. So we're just debating a little bit here down the stretch about when summer camp will actually start up. But looking forward to getting that going here in uh, this beginning of June. So with the summer, uh, this is a really important time for us at camp where we're looking for summer staff. Uh, really important. Uh, I spent myself three summers as a counselor. I know you spent at least a couple, right? Mm-hmm. And then you did some program stuff work. Um, and uh, we are looking for summer staff for the coming summer. Now we have several positions available uh, from, uh, we need cabin counselors that are the people who uh, who really serve as Christian role models for the course of the week when kids are here. Um, and, and they serve also not just as Christian role models, but really as residential caretakers for, for the kids that come here to camp. So we're looking for camp counselors. Uh, we hire about 11 of those. Uh, we'd ideally like seven ladies and four guys to, uh, to serve in those capacities. And then we also look for several behind-the-scenes staff. So we need help um, uh, in, in leadership with the horses, uh, with the climbing wall and zip line. Uh, uh, so we have a horse manager, we have a horse wrangler, we have a zip master. Andrew, you were a zip master once. Yeah, yeah. I was a hybrid counselor and zip master one summer, and then I was like a full-blown zip master another. So yeah, I'm very familiar with running the zip line. Yeah, great time. Um, and uh, so yeah, there's all kinds of other positions that we may have. Somebody to take pictures uh, and do photo and videos, all those kind of things for, for summer camp. So um a great way to get that ball rolling. And, and we're not the only camp looking for people. There are camps all across the country, Lutheran camps, uh, that are all across the country looking for um, summer staff and uh, a lot of the similar positions that we that we have and offer here. Um, so if you're interested in, in a wonderful adventure for your summer, uh, check out naloma.org. That is N-L-L-N-L-O-M-A dot org. Uh, and National Lutheran Outdoor Ministry Association is what that stands for. And then they can go there and they can complete a summer service profile. Uh, go ahead and complete that, and uh, and that will set in motion, hopefully, your summer adventure working at a camp. Uh, it's a wonderful, worthwhile experience. Um, I didn't start working at camp until going into my senior year of college. And I was devastated because here I had been going to college for already three years. And now I found the thing that I wanted to do for the, you know, for, for my life. I was like, oh, no, I've wasted all these years of college. I should have done something, you know, to get me closer and more involved with camps. Um, and so, you know, then I ended up just following that track. And, and, and here I am as a camp director. So uh, it's a wonderful, worthwhile experience. In fact, Andrew, I remember you, too, saying if, in your first exit interview um, that, uh uh, you wished, uh, I think the summer before that, you ended up working in the fields doing like uh, 
uh, Crop Scout. Yeah. 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 That sure. And then, uh, you told me like, Oh, I can't believe I didn't do this last year. Uh, if I remember right, does that sound familiar? Yeah. Uh, that summer after my freshman year, I worked as a crop scout. And for those that don't know, you're very alone and you're surrounded by just corn or soybeans all summer long and don't get a lot of social interaction and stuff like that. But, um, during that summer, I managed to work hard enough to get some long weekends, and I visited some friends that I did have working down here. And it's like, yeah, I've been I've been kicking myself on not falling to the peer pressure and starting working here my summer after my freshman year. I definitely wish I did that. So it's a wonderful experience. Um, you'll learn the value of hard work to put your heart and soul into things, and uh, and really just uh, it is so fulfilling to serve at camp and to do this kind of work, to work with the kids, um, to, to teach them the love of Christ. And, uh, so, so what a fantastic experience. Uh, if you are somebody, or if you know of somebody who is of the college age or high school graduate, uh, those are generally the ages that we look for, uh, for our staff, um, you know, that, that, uh, that is looking for this kind of experience, this kind of opportunity, uh, head over to N-L-O-M-A, naloma.org. And uh, go complete a summer service profile. Or you can also get in touch with us here at the camp. Um, uh, just go to our website of campiatusica.org, and we'll be happy to get in touch with you about uh, about uh, getting a summer service profile completed. So, uh, and, the, you know, here finally we're going to get on to just uh, support for Camp Iadesica. Um uh, as we get to this time of the year, we're at the end of the year. Um, for nonprofits like Camp Ministry, like what we have here at Camp Iadesica, your end of year support is very important to us. We've had a wonderful year of Christian learning and outdoor fun, and we finished with our highest attendance in seven years. Uh, but without support of all kinds, Camp Iadesica just doesn't happen. Uh, so please consider supporting us in any way you can. Uh, you can donate to our website at campiadesica.org or just send a check in the mail. Uh, another great way you can donate is to contribute to our camp scholarship fund. So we use this fund in two ways. The first is for what we call FFC, Families First Camper. This is a way we get new campers from family units who've never sent kids here before to Camp Iodesica. Um, and we discount uh, their camp experience. So we use a scholarship fund for that. So it's a great way to get new families in here at a discounted rate. And then second, we also use it for those who need financial aid to make their summer camp experience a reality. So we certainly need um, we need support in those things. We go through uh, almost, uh, you know, around $8,000 a year in support for that. And that is all donor funded. So uh, that's a great way to support the camp. Uh and, and so, yeah, long story short, the Camp Scholarship Fund and really any donation, they help, it helps get you through the gates so that we can do what we do best here, and that is providing Christ-centered outdoor education, recreation, and inspiration for all our guests. So, And we did a couple wonderful uh, – we have a couple of really th- uh, things that we can really look back on you know, this year and, and be thankful for so much of the support. Um, uh, this year, we really focused on our raft village, and we had both financial and volunteer support. Uh, to make a project like this this happen. Um, so, Andrew, did you ever stay out in the raft village? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, Eric and I had cabin groups out there, and it was probably one of our favorite places to sleep, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. One time I had to sub in for a group and uh, when for a counselor, and, and that morning when, when I woke up, I sat up, and the mattress, it was, it was really a hot August morning, and the mattress came with my back as I sat up. It was, it was pretty bad. 
Yeah, that must have been pre one one. But um, <laughs> no, it was it was really all just due to the the rocking of it. It's like it's almost like a cradle Roxy to right to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know, the raft village has is, is a wonderful and cool thing. Um, however, it just didn't hold up as a, as a housing facility for for campers, and uh, we really didn't want to just tear it all out and have it go to waste. So what we've decided to do with the raft village is turn it into a um, an outdoor learning center. And we've already gotten a really great head start on this project. Um, in this last spring, uh, thanks to King of Kings Lutheran Church in Cedar Rapids, their men's retreat came out and they did a lot of different projects here that day. Uh, but they especially um, uh, gutted the raft village. Uh, we took it down to its studs for the most part, uh, left the roofs on. Um, and then this fall work day, uh, we uh, uh, stained some car siding and put around uh, car siding around the uh, um, uh, around the exterior of each of the cabins, and then uh, we'll be putting a picnic table in each of the cabins too, so that there's a place for a cabin group to sit and do a Bible study, or for an outdoor education group to do a lesson out there on the pond. But it's beautiful and scenic, so uh, what a wonderful uh, little project we've had, and uh, and and um, you know another way that we fund projects like this is through Thrive into Action teams. Uh, so there's another couple of great ways that you can support Camp Idaseka through Thrivent, if you're a Thrivent member. First is uh, through Choice Dollars. So if you ever have any Choice Dollars, um, you can designate those to Camp Idaseka. And then the next is Thrivent Action Teams, where uh, you can register essentially to get a $250 gift card uh, that goes to fund any kind of project that you and a group of people might be working on. Uh, case in point is this whole podcast setup is thanks to a Thrivent Action Team. So we were able to get all the equipment that we needed uh, to help further our mission here as a camp uh, thanks to Thrivent Action Teams. And then we've done other kind of projects um, you know, all across camp. And some of them have included uh, doing a picnic table or building a picnic table, which is something that we're going to need help with as we continue to finish out the, um, the Raft Village uh, learning area. So um, a couple great ways you can support Camp Iodesica there, again, is through Thrivent, Thrivent Choice Dollars, des- designating those to Camp Iodesica. And then also uh, getting a Thrivent Action Team together and uh, coming out, doing some work for the camp and... Uh, and uh, being able to pay for your supplies in that way. So, well, that's all we've got. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so, uh, still dot in with Camp Iodesica by liking us on Facebook and on Instagram at Camp Iodesica. That's one word with no dashes that, or spaces. That is amazing. If you have ever tried to type Camp Iodesica, it is very, very difficult. Uh, I cannot even begin to explain. Try, try. Try typing Camp Idaseka. If, if your challenge this week, your assignment, uh, actually this next month, is to try and type out Camp Idaseka with capital letters and and uppercase and lowercase, with dashes. Um, it is it is very challenging. Um, if you practice enough at it, you'll get very good. Uh, but but one word Camp Idaseka uh, to follow us on Instagram. Yes, I guess on that note, I'm Andrew Folkman, and I'm Daniel Sanchez. This is the Campfire Chat. We'll see you on camp soon.